think has the aux cord in hell right now. Give a fuck a lot of haters, motherfucker. Man, oh man, I don't know how to top last week's two episodes, y'all. Like, it was great to drop two episodes in one week, and I'm not gonna lie, they were good, okay? They were giving what they needed to give. They were doing what they needed to do. They understood the assignment. But <laughs> welcome back to episode nine of Black Explaining Podcast. To all of my new listeners, thank you so much for joining us. I hope you enjoy. Um, and to my sister and both of my cousins, what up, y'all? We back. Uh, but nonetheless, what's up, everybody? How's your week been? Mine has been a little stressful. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just going, I'm not even going to jack it down. Okay. I was not meant to work a 40 hour work week and then only have enough time, you know, to do a couple little passion projects here or there. I was meant to be an African goddess laying somewhere in the sun, eating watermelon and drinking, you know, maybe a Mai Tai out of a coconut. I don't know, whatever, you know, cultural drinks that you have, I am supposed to be drinking them in a sarong under the sun. I am not supposed to be engaging in capitalism. It's not the life that was destined for me all, but to all of my office cubicle warriors out there, shout out um, to all of my peoples, you know, doing that manual labor grind. Shout out to you because I couldn't do it. So if we, if the world had to rely on me to get packages delivered and to get materials assembled, it wouldn't happen. So shout out to everybody um that's working that's getting these that's chasing this bread and that's exhausted so shout out to all of y'all but what's going on there has been a lot of stuff going on in twitter land so the one thing i wanted to address especially because i had a couple episodes about r kelly but the one thing that i want to talk about this week is the myth of the fast tail girl i i need to talk about this and let me give you a little bit of context so um I was on Twitter today when I was supposed to be um making a PowerPoint presentation for the Zoom meeting that we have tomorrow so if my supervisor is listening um I hope you're prepared to do this presentation because I will not be present nonetheless so I was on Twitter minding my business my African-American business and I come across this post and it's about um this young woman She's 18 years old and she married someone who the Internet identified as her godfather, who was 46 years old. The post also stated that this 46 year old man has a two year old daughter with her. Um, the post also identified that the man identified himself as her godfather and formally had either a short sexual or short romantic relationship with the girl's either biological or adoptive mother. It was very, very unclear. But as I scrolled through the thread, I saw, you know, a lot of comments. First of all, I saw a lot of videos, you know, about her defending herself, defending her relationship and her husband or whatever. I also saw all of you fucking Twitter investigators who need to be applying for the FBI because how the fuck you find this man's birthday address and social security number? 
I need to know. Okay, we need some good agents out here. So uh, if if y'all need a job, I think you better apply for that federal bureau or the CIA or something. Because how y'all get this information? That's what I want to know. Nonetheless, so these were the key points of the post. So the key points were that she's she recently turned 18 this year. And shortly after she turned 18, that's when she married this 46-year-old man. But obviously, you know, the post was implying um with without actually saying that you know they had a well I know there was some people in the post who said like no they were having you know a sexual relationship from at least as 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 young as her being 14 or 15 because they have a two-year-old child together you know there were some people on the post saying that the child wasn't his or something like that so that is very unclear you know if there are fact checkers out there definitely feel free to fact check me Hit me up on D hit me up in the DMs on my Instagram or something and let me know what the, the real deal is. But that's that's the context of why I really wanted to address the myth of the fast tail girl. Because a lot of the comments that were coming, especially from black women, were that you know, she seems like a problem child, you know, if she wasn't running behind a grown man, like woo woo woo, like she just trying to be grown and you know. There were uh, there were a lot of comments about about that part of um, the re the quote unquote relationship. There were not a lot of comments about or uh, at least uh, ones that I see, because I don't know how Twitter like shows you information. Like if the algorithm is like, well, let me just show you things that are going to piss you off. But <laughs> those are just the comments that I were or the, the replies that I was seeing. And also when I got on Facebook instead of doing work today, um, there were a lot of comments on Facebook that were mirroring the sentiments that I saw on Twitter. You know, if she wasn't running behind this grown man, if she wasn't, woo -woo -woo, she was staying in a child's place and all these things. Um, because she's fast, she's fast. That's she's fast. You know, these fast Taylor girls and the, these comments are similar to the comments that you see and you hear when we talk about our Kelly, like when we're like, well, when people are like, well, if they weren't trying to run behind no grown man and if they weren't woo woo, -woo like they, they wouldn't have been in this predicament predicament. And I saw this on social media somewhere, but ain't no child. And that's what I'm going to say. A child, you are under 18, even 18, baby, you's a child. Okay. You haven't done any living. If you are a child, you ain't never going to be fast enough to catch no grown man who ain't attracted to children. I don't care if you are Usain Bolt, baby. You running for your damn life. You are never going to be fast enough to catch no grown man who is not attracted to children because one boundaries and two in these situations it's because the situ because it's a, a situation where there's like a manipulation of a power structure so in this case you know it was he was her godfather um in the case of R. Kelly it's because he was like their quote-unquote mentor he was the person in the position of power you know there's there's always an abuse of the power structure because that's what these things are about they're about manipulation they're about abuse they're about control but yeah so let, let's talk about the myth of the fast tail girl um as far back as i can remember 
Um, you know, and what I will say is that, uh, I feel like I, my immediate family and like the, the family that was really, really close around me did not have this problem. But as far back as I can remember, like stepping outside of my household and maybe going to like a great aunt or like a second or third cousin's house, there was always, you know, my sister and I, especially we were heavier chested growing up. Um, so we would just have on normal ass clothing for girls. But because we were heavier chested, you could see that we had boobs. And, you know, we I remember us being told, especially, you know, when we would go to certain neighborhoods like, oh, you 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 need to cover up so you don't get these men in trouble or you need to cover up. So they're not looking at you. And it's like, why? Why, why are we telling these grown ass men um, why the fuck are you looking at children like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember being able to wear what I wanted around my own house and, you know, around my close family members and things like that. But I definitely remember stepping outside of that immediate family circle and being corrected by grown women because they're like, well, why would you want to wear that in front of a man so he can be looking at you like that? Child, I am third. I'm 11. <laughs> okay. I am nine. So what the fuck am I trying to do, trying to seduce a 45-year-old man named Earl that's, you know, drinking a Coors Light at 8 o'clock in the morning, smoking a Newport? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't want that. Um, and furthermore, I think the larger problem is why are you aware that Earl might be looking at me like that and Earl ain't, Earl ain't got his ass beat? You know what I'm saying? No one has called the authorities on Earl, okay? <laughs> And this is just because I, if my sisters are listening to this, if y'all listening to this, because y'all remember, y'all remember Willie D. Okay, y'all, I'm just. This is a special shout out, y'all. This is a special shout out, Willie D. You are so beautiful, Willie D. Why are you talking to us like this? Okay, we are twelve. <laughs> my mother, my grown ass mother is over here. Go call her beautiful. Why the fuck are you looking like? Why are you doing this, Willie D? Get away from us, <laughs> okay? But. On some real shit, like when you're a young, especially when you're like a young black girl, the you're, the 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 sexualization starts early. Like men start saying like, "Oh, you gonna be, you gonna be breaking hearts, or you you ain't gonna be able to keep them off you." You know what I'm saying? Like comments that are clearly inappropriate to say to a neighbor to a teen to a child you know the comments that are clearly inappropriate to say to a child but you know comments that are more so just like oh he just he he, he just talking he's just talking and I think that that's especially culturally because I think a lot of times like black women and I'm not saying in all cases but the I think a lot of times in those cases women can be women are more likely to jump to oh he just talking he just saying whatever he you know you know him you know you know what I'm saying you know the cult like the you he just you know how he is you know how he acts you know how he be talking you know how he you know what I'm saying like the 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 cultural aspect of that is that you know how he you know he just joking but the that's I think it, it definitely exacerbates the problem of you know the early sexualization and especially the um, the part of that, that leads to grooming. And I'm saying this specifically to circle back to the story that I talked about, because in those cases, you know, the comments of you ain't going to be able to keep them off your, oh, you, I see you get a little shape. I see you get a little shape. You ain't going to, the boys ain't going to know what to do with you. You know what I'm saying? Like those comments and, 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 an instance like this 
where the the grooming was clearly present with this young lady on Twitter. Like the the grooming was clearly present. It was and it, it was more than likely just regarded as that's just how he is. You you know Big Mike. You know what I'm saying? That's just Big Mike. You know, that's how he be talking. And the the grooming, and when I say grooming for anybody that has no context for that, grooming is like when you know the niggas that be like it might have been a nigga that was trying to talk to you when you were 16 years old, 15 years old, and you're, you told them, I'm a teenager, I'm 15, I'm 16. And they're like, well, you let me know as soon as you turn 18. Like, the niggas that aggressively wait for you to turn 18, you know what I'm saying? They might not touch you or um, cross that physical boundary just yet, but the aggressive waiting for you to turn 18 and, you know, the constant comments and, you know, maybe they, they say things to you or they do things around you or that's grooming when you're like taking them from when they're a teenager and, you know, you're around them and you're talking to them and they're, maybe they're putting some type of ideology in your head or something like that, because that definitely could have been the case in this young woman who married this 46 year old. And people were saying like, you know, they found, they were like, oh no, he's actually 55 or he's actually 61. So they're saying that like, he's significantly older than he is. And based on the pictures, it's definitely giving Medicare. Okay. It's definitely giving, um, knocking on Medicare eligibility. Mm-hmm. It's definitely giving AARP discount. You feel what I'm saying? It's definitely giving senior citizen pricing at IHOP. And maybe that was one of the factors because in the video that she posted, she was like, you know, I want stability. I want a nigga who know how to stack his bread. I know I want a nigga like, woo, 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 woo. And so maybe, you know, the senior citizen discount was definitely very lucrative. Um, and I'm not saying that because I, I really want to just get this out here. I will not be disparaging this young woman. I will not be, you know, sitting up here talking about what she's doing, you know, running behind the no, 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 no. This entire segment here is is aimed at the men who take advantage of young women, specifically young women who have been traumatized, who have, you know, a great deal of trauma, who have a great deal of instability there in their life. And they prey on them because furthermore, um, the the Twitter FBI investigators um, found out that, you know, her mom suffered from addiction and, you know, her mother lost custody of her to the Bureau of Child and Family Services. Um, she was maybe in foster care, but eventually adopted, but, you know, left the home early due to some instability in the home. And just that right there shows that there was a great deal of trauma, a great deal of abandonment and a great deal of, um, emotional and mental and emotional problems that this young lady had to deal with in the home from a young age. And this grown ass man who was around her saw that and definitely took the time out to, you know, put in his groundwork to 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 groom her, to try and to manipulate her into eventually being with him. And you know what that looks like? Like, no, you don't want to you don't want to fuck with these young niggas. They don't they don't got it together. They ain't gonna be able to take care of you like me. Those little comments. You know what that looks like? That looks like, well, you know, I'm always going to be here for you. You know, it's, it's when it comes to you. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to you, like those weird ass motherfucking comments. And that's why and and the grooming, especially from young, impressionable women who have, you know, no no relationships with parents, instability in the home. It's easy for a grown man who 
is like probably has been manipulating people his entire life to come into this young lady's life and be like, this is what I can do for you. And this is how I can take care of you. And woo, woo, woo. But you got to keep this on the low key. You got to keep this on the low key, though, because I don't want nobody getting the wrong idea. Well, sir, we have the wrong idea. We know the wrong. We absolutely know who the fuck you are. And I think it's so interesting for this fucking 73 year old man to sit up on Beyonce's Internet and talk about how, you know, I, I'm not the only person that has ever married a young woman. She was a, she is a child. She is a child and she was a child when you started messing with her. And that's why there is the, the, the idea of a fast tail little girl, of a girl who's running behind, you know, grown men and a girl who's, it doesn't exist because it is always the fault of the adult in the situation I don't give a fuck you can fucking DM me on Instagram and argue with me you can get on um Twitter and call me a funky dog face bitch I don't care there is never a situation in which there is a child um that is the pursuer in the situation you know I can remember being 15 years old and I was approached by this guy and he was maybe 22, 23 years old. And he told me all the stuff I wanted to hear. Like, no, I was not 15. I was 11. Yeah, I was 11. And I was not supposed to be on the internet. Like, my mom, she did not want me to have a Facebook. Like, none of that stuff. So I had a Facebook. And I made it behind my parents' back because um, it wasn't until, like, I was 17 until they discovered, um, that I just cleared the internet search history all the time, but no, so I had my little secret Facebook, and at the time, I would hang out at, like, the roller skating rink with my friend, and we met this guy, and who eventually added us as a friend on Facebook, and he was telling us, like, me and my other 11-year-old ass friend, like, telling us all this stuff, oh, I'm gonna buy you a cell, because my mom, I'm gonna buy you a cell phone, and my mom was like, you can't have a cell phone, so I was doing all of my dirt on the desktop computer, he's like, oh, I'm gonna buy you a cell phone, and oh, I'm gonna woo-woo-woo, and I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna get you everything you ever wanted, and everything your parents ain't gonna buy you, and you know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm into it. You know, I'm like, I'm mad because I'm like, my mom ain't gonna buy me no phone. My daddy is not gonna let me have no laptop. Like all of these things I'm doing because, you know, my parents won't do it for me. And that's how grown ass people know how to manipulate you. They see the things like that maybe you want, or maybe you have been asking for, or maybe you're hinting at or something like that. And they try to manipulate those things because my friend, on the other hand, because, um, she, her mother was a single mother so she had a cell phone and she had you know things so that she could keep in contact with her mother and because it was just them two you know my parents would not give me a cell phone because they're like yo raggedy ass you ain't never gonna be nowhere without one of us so you don't need one um but no so he knew how to you know tell her things that he that she would want and you know because her mother was a single mother you know she was a working mother she didn't have you know like you know maybe maybe she didn't have all the fanciest technology or she didn't have like and even I didn't have this like my mama wouldn't buy me Gucci purses and true religion jeans and stuff like that you know for the so he knew where to say like you know, how to get her to be interested in the things that she was offering, you know, how to manipulate her because we're both children. So I'm into it. We messaging back and forth on Facebook, you know, every time I'm done talking to him, I log out, I clear the history, woo, woo, woo. But because you got to be quicker than that, um, 
for my mom my mom's like do you my mom like finds out one day that like I have a Facebook and she's like you need to log in right now and while I, she makes me log in we go to these damn messages all these incriminating ass messages are there talking about how oh yeah you can buy me a phone and you know my mama also want to buy me these shoes and woo 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 and I remember my mom being like just so worried for me like she wasn't like what you out here doing to talk to this grown ass man what you my mom's like are you okay like did he ever try to do anything to you like did he tell you not to tell us this because I had seen him in person because he was at the roller skate rink that my friend and I hung out at and I told my mama that so I'm like you know he didn't try to do nothing to me but like you know I want to fall and she I remember her just being so like no 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 like don't do this. Like, I know you want it. And I know that, you know, it may seem like we're just being mean old parents to you or whatever. But she's like, don't don't do this. Like he 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 could hurt you. He could abuse you. Woo, woo, woo. Like he's a grown ass man. He shouldn't be offering these things and offering to do these things to you because you're a child. Like and I just remember my mom being so concerned. And I'm like, why? You know, and then that's what clicked. And I'm like, looking back on that now I'm like damn like I, you're when you're you're the victim when you're the child you're the victim so I remember my mama was like she took his picture and we went down to damn the it's called Butler Skate Land we went down to put we went down to Butler Skate Land my mama was describing this man to the people and she's like he out here talking to kids and woo 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 and she told my friend's mama and She's like, he, yeah, he out here talking to kids and woo-woo-woo. And my friend's mom was like, well, we should call the police. And my mom was like, well, Sierra had to deactivate her Facebook. And she made me, she did ground me because I had a Facebook. But only for a day. Um, but no, like, they were on it. They were serious because, like, that's what you have to do. You have to protect the children from these things. And in cases where there are no adults, there's no especially in a case where like because the the in one of the videos she said she left home when she was 16 so in cases where you know the minor is alone and they're you know susceptible to manipulation and they might not have family members or or people that necessarily care about them it's so easy for men to prey on them and for men to you know make them seem like their life would just be oh your life would just be so much better than with me you know imagine being a 16 year old girl you know, you're pregnant because she did say she was pregnant when she was 16. She's got four kids. You know what I'm saying? So imagine being 16 years old. You're scared out of your mind. You had to leave your home, you know, because of instability or because of trauma or because of, you know, some kind of problem. And you're alone. You're scared. You're pregnant. And a man approaches you and he tells you how you don't have to be scared and you don't have to be alone and you don't have to want for anything. But, you know, maybe you just have to give him a smooch every once in a while. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you just have to give him a hug and let him let him hold on to you for a little bit longer. And then it starts to escalate. And you're a 16 year old pregnant girl who lives on your own. You know what I'm saying? What that is way more stability than you've ever known it's that's way more love and affection than anybody has ever shown you and you're sitting up here telling me that she's running behind this grown ass man get the fuck out of here okay to exit stage motherfucking left you feel what i'm saying as a matter of fact earlier when i said i wonder who has the aux cord down in hell i am sure that 
you know, if you go down and you ask Lucifer for it, they'll let you grab it and you can play all the R. Kelly you want because that's definitely what somebody what's coming up on their Apple Music shuffle right now. It's um, R. Kelly. But back to the ideology that, you know, there is this elusive fast tail girl that can convince a grown ass man who knows better than to be messing with children to mess with a child. And that is a lie because every single solitary time I was a child and some grown ass man and there was a situation where I was interacting with the grown ass man. It was always the grown ass man that was inappropriate and they knew they were wrong because every time I was like, well, I'm gonna tell my mama. I'm gonna tell my daddy. They got fucking scared. I told one guy, he messaged me on Facebook and he was like, hey, you want to come over and you want to smoke and you want to chill and we can just have fun and we can be friends. And I was like, I'm 14. And he's like, well, no, we can just be friends. And I was like, I'm calling to catch a predator in your ass. This man cussed me clean the fuck out. He said, what nobody even on that with your stupid ass? Why you out here looking like you grown anyway? Saying this to a 14 year old. Sir, your intention was always to fuck with a 14 year old. You just wanted to fuck with a 14 year old who wasn't going to put up a fuss. Okay, but sorry, sir, I have a father. Okay, <laughs> so uh, this isn't gonna work on me. But yeah, so the idea that there's this elusive fast tail girl that's out here convincing men, and, and that's the thing. That's that that is wherein lies the problem. The, that idea is like, oh, they're taking men who would not normally do this and making them do this. My nigga, if you are a grown ass man and you know you ain't supposed to be fucking with no little kids because it is wrong, it is illegal and it is nasty. Ain't no motherfucking kids. No, I don't care who they are. They fast, they slow, they middle, uh, whatever. No chill, no child is going to convince you to violate your own morals and the law to fuck with a child. Absolutely not. That if if somebody if a if a child comes up to you as a grown person and they're like, "Hey, I'm a child, but you should fuck with me." And you're like, "You know what? I'm convinced." You were always going to do it. Every single solid. It was always in the cards for you to be trifling. It was always in the cards. <laughs> I don't I don't really understand why people are that. I don't. That's why I don't understand why the this elusive fast tail girl, the like, no, it's a no. It's a lie. It's a fallacy. And if you feel like, you know, I would have been fine and I would have been fucking with grown women if it wasn't for this child running behind me. If that's how you feel, then I suggest you get you a leather vest and you prepare to be on the Bump and Grind remix because you and R. Kelly are getting in the handbasket and going down to hell together. OK, there are no it doesn't exist. There's no fast tail of girls. All right. No, you it's impossible to run behind a grown man. All right. Because every grown man who is reasonable, who is not trifling, is going to shut that shit down every time. They're not going to cross those boundaries. There's no inappropriateness. There's no questioning because they know right from wrong. So this man who married this 18 year old and was probably grooming her and having an inappropriate relationship before that this isn't his first time this this isn't his first this is just this is the escalation 
of the behavior was marrying her. But he has definitely had inappropriate relationships with other young and impressionable girls because he's a predator. You feel what I'm saying? Before, you know, R. Kelly went to jail for sexual exploitation and sex trafficking and racketeering and running a criminal enterprise. He was sitting outside the goddamn McDonald's giving girls his fucking phone number. He was hanging out at the middle school, you know, hanging out at the high school talking to young girls the the behaviors are all about escalation so there's no fast tail little girls there's only creepy ass grown ass men who don't know how to behave and will eventually be two-stepping in hell okay i don't care if you can you know hold a note you know i don't care if you banging the gavel i really don't care what you do there are no positions that you can be in there are no there's no kind of character you can have that is acceptable for you to be chasing after children at all so let me just wrap this up because I don't I don't want to get too redundant because I definitely have had many a podcast where I talk about trifling ass niggas who just do trifling ass shit but let me let me just wrap it up with this if you are if you're reading a story or or somebody's telling you a story of you know a, a girl a young girl who is you know being approached by a, a, a grown ass man or something like that and your first mind is not the the well-being and you know the protection of that young child you're also a part of the problem okay there are no fast tail little girls you know, running behind grown men who don't want children is never going to work. And if this, if you were, if that man starts fucking with that child, he was always going to do it. He, he was not convinced because somebody was, per, because the child was persistent or the child was running behind them or the child wore him down. He was always going to do it. Okay. So I suggest we call a Yanla. We get some healing for these young girls, these young black girls who are being taken advantage of by these grown ass black men. And I suggest we find, you know, better ways to uplift them and to help them heal, because this ain't it. No matter how trifling you think she is or how because she was on here talking about y'all niggas is faggots. And I was like, whoa, baby. That's a whole lot of rage and a whole lot of trauma packed into one. So instead of being on here disparaging her and talking about how she trifling, how about you hope that one day she can see past her own pain and she can get some healing and she can see into herself and how she has been hurt and how that hurt has has translated into this. And I, I, I just hope that she can reach out for help or I hope that somebody in her life can reach in and and hold her good enough for her to see that she is loved okay so in the meantime um all of y'all that are still listening to R. Kelly we know and when it shows up on your wrap up 2021 playlist I'm gonna be looking at you sideways are you not ashamed of yourself are you not embarrassed this is really embarrassing Ooh, you know, I start to feel Drake more and more each day when he was like, I'm sick of these niggas. I'm sick of these niggas. Let's hire some help 
get rid of these niggas because I'm sick of it. <laughs> I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. All right. I'm sick of you niggas. I'm sick of you internet niggas. I'm sick of you real life niggas. I'm sick of all of you niggas. Okay. I'm just sick of you. So look, let's get it together. Okay. I think that if that's the one thing that we can take from this podcast, let's get it together. Okay. <laughs> let's get it together. But no, I know this podcast, this one's going to be a little on the shorter side, y'all, because I'm running out of dang space on the website that hosts my podcast. So I just got to condense a little bit. You know, we had a double drop last week and I'm definitely, you know, gonna be doing things like that in the future but I gotta stop being a cheap bitch and either pay for the storage or find a sugar daddy to pay for it for me so if you know anybody that wants to be my podcast sugar daddy have them hit me up but to all my new listeners thank you so much for listening thank you for joining us I hope you come back next week and listen again to all of the people who've been rocking with me since day one specifically my mama (laughs) hey girl um I know you told me to stop cussing I'm working on it all right and last but not least you know I hope you all come back and listen to us next week and I hope some of you niggas eventually get it together but since I know that's not gonna happen anytime soon let's just hope you get it together enough to where I ain't gotta see this shit anymore all right namaste y'all peace out (laughs) 